Hello and welcome to the Grace on Fire show. I'm your host, Carrie Stanley. I'm a mom of twin boys, a nature lover, a travel adventure junkie, and the founder of the Grace on Fire movement. First, I want to say thank you for tuning in here. I'm on a mission to support women to live a fully aligned life that is on fire through nature, soul-fulfilling retreats. I'm bringing this show to life to share the many stories of others and my own of what truly following the God whispers really looks like. I'm a big believer that we can step into the life that we are being called to and that the journey looks different for each and every woman. In the show, you'll learn powerful lessons, learn a variety of tools, hear from different faith backgrounds, and hear the real backstories in all different stages of what it really looks like to step out in faith and live a life that is grace on fire. Let's tune in. Hello and welcome back to the show. I am a little bit under the weather. However, I'm on the upswing. And so as you listen to this episode, you might notice that my voice is a little bit more scratchy than it usually is. So I just wanted to preface that as we go into this episode, because I've got some really fun things that I want to talk to you about. And one of the things is actually, I think it's funny because how often do you put off things because you feel like it doesn't look perfect yet, it doesn't sound perfect yet, you don't feel ready yet, whatever it may be. And one of the things that I have made a commitment to is ensuring that this podcast comes out every week, no matter what for all of 2024. And it's so funny because I had some times, I'll be honest, I had some times in 2023 that either I was in my head thinking like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to talk about. Or I was, uh, didn't sound great. So I was waiting for my voice to clear so that it was, you know, a better episode, sounded better, those types of things. And one of the things that God's been really working on my heart with is keeping my commitments no matter what, and also getting rid of any part of me that still is in a story that it has to look a certain way in order to be effective. And so I give you that just from an honest look from a behind the scenes, because maybe just maybe there's something you're putting off starting or continuing or staying consistent with that's actually having you go a little bit backwards or not get the result you want because you're not allowing yourself to be messy. Because the truth is, is like anything that we are going for that is going to require more of us, that is new, it's going to be messy. And there's going to be some times that, that, um, you know, we're uncomfortable or it doesn't look like what we want. And it's also a really big reason why we don't fully own our dreams and the desires on our heart. And we also aren't willing to put them out there because we're afraid of failure. Many, many times it's because we are are afraid of failure. And when we look underneath the that that failure piece, it's really that we're afraid of the rejection or the judgment 
that we perceive is going to come from that failure or that messiness. And so this one, this example of my voice and where I would have put it off in the past was really minor for something for last year. But I really want to talk about some bigger ones. And I want to see which ones you can relate to as I pull back the curtain on some ahas that I've had in my own life for you to shine a light on in your life. And so one of the things that I have noticed is I do this really amazing exercise with myself and my clients every single year. So if you're a client of mine, you are going to recognize this and many of you have done this for many years, no less. This is a process that I have been doing since 2015. I actually have a journal, which is really kind of fun to do this. So if you've never done this, I one, I want to give you this exercise to do on your own. It is a game changer. And two is doing it this way is actually really cool. And so I've been doing this exercise since 2015. I learned it from Susan Sly, who is an entrepreneur. She's actually in the network marketing industry, but she's an entrepreneur. She has multi-million um, dollar, multiple businesses, not just one, like multiple. She has a family. She has... Um, she actually has multiple sclerosis and she has overcome so much. She actually um, also did the Boston Marathon, which as, as you may know, that is a big goal of mine. And she was just a pinnacle of somebody that I followed that I just saw her leadership. I saw her commitment. I saw her inspirational story. And I saw how you can be great in multiple areas of your life and also what it takes to overcome it. And so because of that, I started learning some of the exercises that she taught to start developing that muscle in me. And so there's a great there's a great uh, quote that says, success leaves clues. And if I've done anything right over the last 10 years, it has been really picking different mentors and starting to study how they became successful and the clues and which things can I implement in my own life in order to get better, to simply become a better human, um, to really allow myself to start going into the potential that is within me and believing in that. And so this exercise is, is what called the 100, it's the 100 list. And this is very, very different than a to-do list, okay? So I want you to, to be super, super clear that this is not a goals list. This is not a to-do list. This is not a heaviness with this list, okay? And is also a challenging list. And here is why. What you do is you make a list of 100 things that you would love to experience in the coming year. The number one, there's very, very few rules with this. First of all, you might be like, oh my gosh, Carrie, 
100 things. I cannot do 100 things. And I had that story too. Not necessarily even the doing, but the writing it down. Because believe it or not, the first breakthrough in this list is actually giving yourself permission to go all the way by actually finishing it, writing down the 100, believing that you have 100 that you could write down. And so the truth is for most of us, the first 20 are going to be eh, like probably pretty easy. There are things that you can rattle off that you would love to experience and you can write them down. Usually the first 10 to 20 are the things that are top of mind. The things that are underneath the 20, that extend out beyond the 20, these are the things where you actually get to tap into your imagination, you get to tap into your dreams, and you also get to start seeing where your limitations start existing that you put on yourself. Because here's the rule, is if it comes into your mind, and it sounds exciting, and it's something you would love to experience, you get to write it down. What's going to happen is your mind is going to say, there's, oh my gosh, there's no way that that is possible this year. Like, let's just say, let's just say for kicks and grins, you are wanting to go to Africa on an African safari and you also think it would be really cool to go eat pizza in Italy and have a cooking class around how to make Italian pizza and eat pizza in Italy. And immediately your brain wants to say, absolutely no way. I can't afford that. There's no way I could get that much time off work. Like just notice all the things that immediately when you see that as, oh, I would love to experience it, that you squash it because you decide it's not possible. The reason that we don't have a lot of the things in our life isn't necessarily because they aren't possible. It's because we've had a preconceived notion that we've decided it's not possible. And when you do this exercise, you will notice all the ways that that comes up for you and all of your stories of where you diminish and decide that something's not possible and you won't even let yourselves write it down. That has been me. It was like, I noticed I'd be like, oh, there's just no way that that can happen. There's no way that I could make that much money in a day, or there's no way that I could actually have um, that type of experience. I, there's no way that that would, that that's even possible. Excuse me, why? I just had a, I had to go on mute like real quick. So you heard a little pause there. I just had a massive coughing attack and I was like, oh, we may have to do this episode in chunks. And so I, I wanted to say as many times as we are dismissing and discounting before we even allow ourselves to play in the dream and we like kill it. Like we kill it immediately. 
And so that has been me. And I have had resistance of even writing it down. And so I remember when she was teaching this exercise, she was saying, if you won't even give yourself permission to write it down, you're not even saying that it has to happen. But if you won't even give yourself permission to write it down, what else are you not giving yourself permission to do? And I thought, oh my gosh, like how much I am limiting. Like I am so pre-deciding things are not possible. Like who am I to say that it's not possible? And so things can be possible way beyond what I can plan out or see as what I have decided is the reality. And so part of this exercise is moving beyond your limitations and allowing yourself to simply write it down. Now, the second piece with this exercise and the second rule is to write out a full 100 because many times we stop. And we stop after the 25 or we stop after 45 or we stop after, you know, 60 or something like that because we decide there's not more. And the truth is, is that the juice in our life is usually at the moments where we stop, where we don't believe there is more. I remember uh, listening to Jesse Itzler and he was up on the stage and he was giving this whole whole talk about emptying the tank. And even from a physical capacity, when we think we are completely, completely empty and that we have nothing left, like imagine that you've like fully tapped out your physical capability for, you know, a race or an event or something like that. And you're just like, you are fully done the studies actually show we still have 40% left, but that is the moment at like exhaustion or whatever. And the brain is like, okay, like this is our limit. And so we're going to stop. And where we stop, if we still have 40% left, imagine, imagine what is still left on the table in every area of life. If we apply that rule. And so we can't apply the rule if we won't even let ourselves write it down. And so first of all, write it down. And second of all, allow yourself to play in the space of, I'm going to actually get to 100. Because there's actually a celebration that happens for, I know me, I was like, oh my gosh, I actually wrote down 100. And The other piece of it is, is you start really realizing that there's so many cool things that you want to experience in life. And when you give yourself permission to start really looking at all the areas in your life, like, oh, the experiences that we want to have is truly limitless. And just being open to that and starting to put it down on paper and put that energy out into the world simply because you wrote it down and you're in an energy of, I would love to experience this. Here's what's amazing with this is when you write this list down, and this is not a list that you're like, okay, now I'm going to start planning and I'm going to start checking them off. That is not what this list is for. This list is for you to start getting honest with experiences you would love to have expand the possibilities, remove your limitations, and start taking 
taking the lid off of your boxes. When you do this and you finish the list, you actually put it away. What I love to do with this list is to bring it out once or twice um, every few months. And I review it and I check it off backwards. And I'm actually always surprised because things that I wrote down, sometimes I forget and I have gotten to see them come true. Some things I am, am um, I actually find because I've done this now since 2015, I go through the lists like once a year. I go through all the lists and I actually check them off. And I forget like, oh my gosh, I wrote that down in 2017 and it just happened in 2020, for example, or something like that. It's really cool to see what happens. There is around, okay, I had to cough a bit again. And so picking up where we left off. There is about 4% that happens within the first couple of days. And what's really cool is finding out which ones just naturally happen and happen the quickest. Typically for me, out of the 100, I've had years that 30 have come true and actually have happened in that year. I've had others where it's been like 15 to 20 but usually it's somewhere around then. And it's just, it's really, really cool to experience and see which ones actually come to fruition. And actually without me, some of them have been planned, uh, but most of them are not necessarily intentionally planned and they've found a way to come true. And so this exercise has really, really allowed me to dream bigger. It's really allowed me to notice where do I stop and put hesitation limitations on things. And it's allowed me to start removing those and at least just start declaring what I want. And when I say look at every area of life, I want to give you some examples of some things that ha have been written down and how cool that this actually works. So for example, you may have things on there that are what I would consider small in my own eyes. For example, I am going to make a new friend in another country. I remember just thinking like, oh, that would be a cool thing to experience is to make a new friend in another country. And that year that I wrote that down in January or whenever I did the list, later on in that year, that summer, I had an opportunity come to me that was about getting a foreign exchange student. And it wasn't until, and it happened super, super fast. I saw the opportunity. I felt called to it. It was posted on Facebook by a friend of mine. They were wanting to place a couple people in my hometown. And I thought, oh my gosh, like that sounds like a really cool experience. I think I want to do that this year. And it was within a very short amount of time, like I think three weeks later, and I was connected with a girl that uh, lived in Germany. And then a couple of weeks after that, all of a sudden I had a foreign exchange student living in my house from Germany and she was an absolute delight. I mean, it was just like, 
not only did I make a new friend in another country, but I ended up with a, a, a essentially an extended daughter in another country. And matter of fact, for those of you that may follow along on my Facebook, that was back in 2016, 17 timeframe. Um, I actually just went to Germany this past summer for the very first time, and I got to stay with her and um, her family. And we joked about doing a, a reverse foreign exchange, like me coming to Europe for quite a while. And it was just such a fun experience. And so me writing down, make a new friend in another country turned into that and how cool that is. And I had another one where I wrote down, I want to give a, a hug. Some of you might be like, oh my gosh, no way. Um, but I was like, I want to like hug a stranger and yes, could I walk outside my house and, you know, like be out and about one day and just like hug a stranger? Um, absolutely. But it was like, I wanted it to unfold however it was meant to unfold. And I remember writing that down in the year. And then at the end of the year, when I was going through my list and I was checking stuff off backwards, I remembered a moment where I was in an airport on a connecting flight and I was in the airport and I was walking walking by this woman and she was on the phone and she looked so distraught. It was very obvious. She had get, just gotten some really, really bad news and she was crying and she was having a really tough time. And there was something in me in that moment. This is not normally something I would do, but there was something in me in that moment that I just, like every ounce of my being was like, oh my gosh, she's alone right now. She's getting really bad news. And I feel like she just needs a hug. And I remember tapping her on the shoulder and I was like, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but you really look like you could use a hug. Would you like one? And she just embraced me and she cried and it was a very short moment but she's like oh my gosh thank you so 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 much and then I walked away and she continued her conversation I did not put two and two together until at the end of the year when I looked at that list and I looked back and I remembered that moment and it was just so cool that that's what I had written down and that's how it had come to fruition. And so it's really cool way to start experiencing life. Now, those are what I would consider smaller things that are on there that it's for me, that's an energy of connection in life, those under those umbrellas. I also have had things that are financial or might be about writing a book or might be about um, a, a travel experience that I want to have or a relationship experience that I want to have. And so you really want to look at like every ounce of, of areas in your life and how can I create a specific experience that I want to write down. This The third rule is when you are writing this out, you want to make sure that you're writing it out as if it's already happening, as if you are experiencing it now. And so, and so it's not, I want to make a new friend in, a, in another country. It's, I made a new friend in another country. Like it's already happened. It's already done. Um, I was giving that ex example about Italy 
And I was talking about, instead of just like, I want to go to Italy, I would be like, I'm in a cooking class for how to make traditional pizza in Italy. And so it's like, you can feel that it's an experience that you're in, your mind already puts you in the place. And so, so the more uh, specific you can get about it, I always say, don't make it more than like one line on the page. It doesn't need to be long, but just like a statement that when you read it, it makes you smile because nothing on the page can be nothing on any of the pages none none of the 100s none of them can be shoulds or anything that feels like heavy or a responsibility and so one of the areas that can come to question for my clients is let's say you want to do some things around your house that you're like that would that would be great i would love to experience that so let's just say if it is something that you're like, you know what, the front door needs replaced and it's like, and it feels more like a chore or a to-do or a nice to have in that kind of way, it doesn't go on the list. But if it is, I've always wanted to redecorate my bedroom and have it feel like this, that is a total different energy. That is, oh my gosh, I feel joy when I imagine myself being in that space. And so so it's up to you to really tune in on which one is a chore and a should or a or a checking it off the list, like a repair versus, oh, that's something that I would love to experience. It lights me up. It brings me joy, those types of things. And I want you to allow yourself to write down anything that comes to mind. What I love to do is do this on a plane. I give myself 48 to 72 hours to do it. No, I'm not on a plane for 48 to 72 hours, but I bring a notebook with me. I'll start it. I'll do the first like 25 to 40. And then, and then I allow, I set the intention for the 72 hours that I'll be complete by the end, that I will have the full 100. And I carry it around with me. So that way, when it's suddenly um, something new sparks my interest or somebody talks about an experience, like they talk about how they went hot air balloon riding and you're like, oh my gosh, I've never thought about that. To go on a hot air balloon, add that to my list. And so don't add things that you don't actually want to experience, but allow things to start opening up to start reminding you of what you truly want to experience. I will write down experiences that I want to have with my kids. Um, I, I, I even write down, I'm not in a relationship and I actually write down experiences that I want to have with a future partner or even future dates that I want to go on in the dating process. I'll write down um, ones around that. And like I said, sometimes I will write, um, many of them will be what I would consider gigantic. And it's like, give yourself permission, even if you're cringing when you write them down, even if your mind is like, this is not possible, I'm going to write it down anyway, because I it would still be really cool. And yes, it's something that I would want. The way that I've been doing it since 2015 is it's in one journal. And so 
it started with the first year that I did it in 2015. And then I have just saved that journal. And then every year I go back to that journal and I start a new list, but I don't look at the list before until after my list is done. One of the things that I think is the coolest is to find out what stays on the list and, and it reappears again, which things I actually have deemed not important anymore. And so they fall off the list, which ones might have taken a few years to happen um, and where things kind of move around on the list. I think it's interesting just to watch that revelation. And so I give you all of this because one is I want you to do it. I want you to write down the 100. Now, if you get stuck, by the way, if you're like, okay, I'm at 75, I've been open, I've written them down, and I don't know where to go, you can go to, I'm just going to say, don't do this at first, but you can go when you get to a point that you're like, I am just at a point that I don't know where to go. You can go to Pinterest, for example, and look up bucket list experiences or experiences. You, there's all different things that you can um, that you can Google on Pinterest that will come up with lists that can give you some ideas to start bouncing off of. And what happens is it opens you up to other things you hadn't thought of. And you may even read through those and be like, I don't want that, but man, that makes me think of this. So I would love this. So for example, you might be like, like turtle hatching um, in, um, I think, you know, like Myrtle Beach or something like that. You might be like, oh, I don't know that that's something that I ever want to experience. It might sound kind of cool, but I don't know that that's something that I want to experience. However, that makes me think about um, animal experiences. I would love to hold a koala bear in Australia. That sounds really cool. And so, so it, allow yourself to bounce off of different things. The reason that I go through all of this is because many times we will, one, we're limiting ourselves and we don't even realize it. And two is that one of the things that I want you to notice is where am I not actually even writing down the things that I want? Time and time again, I've had clients do this and then they will send me the list. And when they send me the list, I know some of the things that they really want that's really, really important to them. And they haven't written it down on their 100. And I'll be like, interesting. The number thing, number one thing that you want in life right now is you are wanting a romantic partnership. Nowhere on the 100 have you even written this. And so often we're worried that it's not actually going to happen, or we have a belief that it's not going to happen, or we're actually scared to declare that it's what we want. And so because of that, we will actually leave it out. And I want to tell you a story about, so I have them go add that in, but I want to tell you a story about one of the things that I noticed with my own vision board this past year. So in 2023, I made this grand vision board. It was all about adventure. 
And I wrote out all of the things, like the key things that I was focused on for the year. And one of the things that I noticed with this vision board was that um, it had it had really, really big goals on it. Like for example, my 29029 Everesting, where I was um, climbing the equivalent of Mount Everest in a 36 hour time frame. And if you do it, you get the red hat. And it was something that was on my vision board. It was also something that was on my 100 list. And so it had really, really big things. But when I got to the end of 2023, there was a couple really key things that I had on my heart that were actually going to finally happen this year. Do you have any of those finalies? Like it's been in you for, I don't know how many years, six years, seven years, and it just keeps not happening. And I went to do my look at my vision board for 2023 and I was ready to start making my one for 2024 and I was like wow pretty much everything on my vision board actually happened for this year like I, it felt incredible but then I looked at my wall and I looked at a couple of things and I noticed all but just two things that I had declared for 2023 were going to happen happened and then I noticed guess what? What had been written on my wall as like a big goal for the year wasn't on my vision board. And one of those things was writing a book. And so what I noticed and what I realized at that time was that a few of the areas were either teeny tiny on my vision board or not on my vision board because I wasn't owning those dreams. I wasn't owning those actually happening. And so when we do that, even though it's something we really want, we tend to leave them off and keep them hidden. We don't allow them to be seen because many times we're afraid they won't happen. We're afraid they may fail. We're afraid of the rejection. And so we kind of dim them down. And so the same reason we would leave them off of our 100 list is the same reason I left a couple things like unintentionally, but on a subconscious level, what it made me realize was, oh, I wasn't owning that. Not in the same way I was owning doing the Eversting challenge. Not the same way I was owning my Boston Marathon goal. Not the same way that I was owning that. It was like, I'm going to shrink it. And it ended up not becoming the focus and not becoming to fruition. And so guess what is going on my vision board this year, as well as a couple other things that, um, that has not happened. And so I want you to start noticing where you're not owning your dream fully. And to its expansiveness of what's possible, where are you immediately shrinking it or deciding it's not possible or hiding it? And so, so I share that with you because there's so much more for us. And I want to end today with a story of one of my things that's been on my 100 list. In November of 2018, I did my very first retreat in Costa Rica. 
it was so amazing. And I remember being so scared, you guys. I was just like, I am freaking out that I'm actually doing this retreat in Costa Rica. I'd never done an international retreat. It was really, really big for me. And it took me years to get up the courage to actually finally do it. And so I did it in November of 2018. And when I came back from that retreat, I, I had this feeling in me that, oh my gosh, this is what I am meant to do. It felt so easy for me. I felt so alive. And also, I'm just going to be really honest. There's a part of me that felt guilty because I was like, who am I to go travel the world and do these really cool things and get paid for it? And so I was battling all of that, but I also knew that God had put a desire in my heart that I got to run with this. And it was a way that I could make a difference for others in a way that lit me up like no else. Like if you know me and you've been on one of my retreats, you know that it is literally my favorite way to serve. And so in January of 2019, I decided and had this put on my heart so strongly that I got to have sold out retreats with a waiting list. And I remember writing that down for the first time and thinking, who do you think you are? And I wrote it down and I was like, I just don't know that that's ever possible, but I'm going to write it down anyway, following the rules of the game. And so I'm going to write it down anyway, because I think it would be so awesome, not only for me, but that shows so many more people that are getting to experience it and create the breakthroughs in their life and dream bigger for themselves and what gets to happen. And I just wanted that for so many more people. And so I was like, I'm going to have sold out retreats and a waiting list. And 2020 happens and I write the same thing down and 2021 happens and I write the same thing down and I have been, well, hi doggy, you want to say hi? Um, I have been writing that down every single year since 2019 and it was January of 2019. I am, as I'm recording this podcast, it is January of 2024 and I have a retreat in Bali in 2025. It's over a year away, like almost a year and a half away, because it's not until April of 2025. And at the time that I'm recording this podcast, there is one spot left. And there's a lot of people interested in that one spot. They just haven't taken it yet. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be the first sold out retreat. And not only that, it's way in advance. And I have multiple people that put my retreats on their vision board as a one day. So I may not have a waiting list, but I do have people that are waiting on whatever for them to go, whether it's the resources, whether it is the um, time, what being able to leave their kids for that long, whatever it may be for people, they've got it as a one day. And I just had it hit me this morning that, oh my gosh, 
this is actually really happening. The five years after I wrote it down the first time. And for those of you that have seen this, if you write down your goals, if you write down what it is you actually want and you own it, you write it down, the chances of it actually coming true are so, so much higher. I think it's like 80% higher if it actually is written down. It's in scripture for those of you that are Bible readers. Habakkuk 2.2 2 is all about write down. I mean, it's it says it right in there, write down your goals. And I don't have the exact scripture to quote you, but I really felt into this this morning when I was thinking about it. And here was the message that God put on my heart. It was this. Things will happen on my timeline, not yours. And I want you to look at the things that you've written down that you didn't believe were ever going to come that have already come true. Some have happened fast. Some have happened slow. But they happen when you're ready to receive them. Can you con continue to be persistent and believe in the promises and own the dreams that I've put in your heart, especially the ones that haven't happened yet, regardless of how long it's going to take. And I've looked back through some of the ones that I was like, oh my gosh, that happened, that happened, that happened. And then I got really excited. I got really excited because what have I written down that hasn't happened yet that I now get to so look forward to the day that it does. And it won't happen when I think it's going to, it's going to happen when I'm ready. And I share this with you to say, what are you not owning and allowing to even dream about in your life? What have you not been willing to write down? And what have you given up on because it didn't happen fast enough? One of the greatest keys to success is persistence. It's persistence and patience. Just keep going longer than others will. And what I have found over and over and over again is typically when I'm getting ready to have a really big breakthrough, I go through a hard time right before it. A hard time that's asking me to question whether or not I can keep believing. And typically on the other side of that, there's this, you know, great saying about you've got to go through a breakdown to get through the breakthrough. Typically on the other side of that, it's, am I, am I ready now to receive whatever was, whatever was coming next? And so I share all of this for you because we're all being equipped right now to play a bigger game but we can't play that bigger game if we don't actually write down the desires that are on our heart and be open to them to actually believe that they could be possible even when we don't believe that in our own reality and that it's not it's not our job to decide when they're going to happen it's not our job to decide the how actually not our job to even decide if it's possible. It's simply our job 
to actually set the intention, be open, take steps towards it, and then let the extraordinary come to life in our own life. And I want you to experience the aliveness of life like never before. I want you to experience the magic and the mystery of the way that making a new friend in another country can come to fruition as much as taking five years to have sold out retreats. What is it for you? I would love, love, love to know. And I love to hear from you after episodes of what this made you either recommit to or finally admit to that you are wanting and allow yourself to play a bigger game. And it starts with being honest and open and dreaming so much bigger. So today I invite you to write down your 100 list. I invite you to release the limitations. And I also invite you to keep going on all of the things that you've been dreaming about, that you've been standing for, that you've been believing for that haven't happened yet. Because it's not on our individual timelines, it's on the divine timeline. So I'm wishing you the most magical, extraordinary year ahead. And here's to your 100. Thanks for tuning in for today's show. If you are wanting to make sure you don't miss an episode, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And because we are all about impacting and supporting others, if this is something you know that a friend or someone else would definitely get benefit of it, be sure to share it with them. Here's to living another day as grace on fire.